He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shom 97.7. And it is exactly 19 after 8 o'clock. Good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Terry. How are you today? Ah, uh, it's hard not to be in a great mood. It's Friday. The weather is turning. The sun is shining. Mm, and the forecast exciting. great. And the forecast is great for the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, we have hockey to talk about, so that's always fun. And we do have a lot of hockey on hand. So yeah. <laughs> yes, no it's kidding. always fun. <laughs> Um, all right. I guess we should uh, we should talk about the uh, the Habs coming home. I as you and I talked about earlier this week, uh, Pierre. I guess um, it's going to be I think helpful to uh, a lot of the guys, especially the guys with families, uh, to get back on home turf. Right? Oh yeah. On the personal front, Terry, there's no uh, there's no discussion there. I mean, it's it was it was twelve days yeah. altogether. If you if you take into account the uh, the traveling day yesterday. Uh, I mean, 12 days is, is a long span, and uh, it's not unusual uh, here and there during a season, but in this particular uh, season, uh, those sequences come, come and go very often. So those who have families, as you said, and who, who, ha- who are a little bit more settled in their uh, personal life yeah. will, ap- will appreciate that. Now, yeah. now that we've said that... Um, we have to, uh, of course, discuss about the performance on the ice. And we have to look at the home record that um, needs desperately to improve, uh, Terry. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, where the team stands right now uh, is far, far away from good enough. I mean, 5-5-1 five, five, and one at home compared to 8-3-7 and seven on the road uh, is something that uh, is, is not only unusual, it's, it's unacceptable to a certain degree. And you know what, Terry, if you allow me, this notion and this concept of uh, having uh, home ice advantage takes takes a somewhat of a toll, takes somewhat of a beating uh, in this no-fans yeah. era. Paul Maurice was very interesting the other day, as he always is, by the way. Uh, and, and he said, you know... It's um, there. There could be some, uh, even some extra pressure on the home team uh, because you you go through your day to day life, right? And even though you don't have uh, families, you go through your day to day life. You're in your own stuff, and and if you've been on the road for a while, like most teams have to be on the road for a while in this schedule, you come back. You have lots of personal chores and personal things to to do and to look at. And then you get to the arena and you're already a little bit less focused. And it's very human, right? Yeah. And while, while you're on the road, there's very little to do. You can't go to Roxy's. You can't, you can't go to yeah. the restaurants at night. You stay in a hotel. You stay mostly as a group. And when you come back to the arena, you're already focused on the task at hand. So that's a very interesting notion. And I'm really, really anxious to see how the uh, how the start of the game will look like tonight, uh, from the perspective of the Habs, but also from the perspective of the Canucks, who have been in town since uh, since Wednesday night late. Quite Normal. interesting. Yeah, normally that would be a good thing. Uh, you know, when the when the city is open and the clubs are open, it's nice <laughs> nice to have a team come to Montreal and try and enjoy the nightlife <laughs> of Montreal, but. Um, there's, there's nothing, right. for, 
There's not there's nothing for the Canucks to do other than watch Netflix, I guess. <laughs> when Alain Vigneault coached the, the Canucks, Terry, he used to say, yeah, we come into Montreal and we have Montreal's nightlife, yep. but... But when you come to Vancouver, we have Roxy's. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They, they're able to fight back with Roxy's. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know what Roxy's is all about, it's yeah. a great, great music uh, yeah. joint uh, on Granville Avenue in Vancouver. Yeah. Hey Pierre, you've you've been you've been watching the game for a very long time from a very fascinating and wonderful point of view. Um, you know, I I consider myself not just a fan, but you know, I've I've seen the game close up as an official. I, I I I don't ever think I was smart enough to coach or suggest line combinations, but I'm telling you, I don't I, this I cannot figure out. Like you and I talked about the other day, I cannot figure out what it is, what kind of uh, magic dust is missing uh, from the the Montreal Canadiens that they they they. They play well in in these bursts, and then you know they 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 stop playing well and they get overwhelmed. I don't know what it is. It's strange to watch. How is Dominic Ducharme going to fix this? How did how does he get the team ready to come out flying and screaming tonight? And how does he stop that inconsistency? Those are those are the key, the key questions, Terry. And uh, if you and I can't answer that, and if the well, yeah. let me re, let, let me rephrase that. If the coach, the head coach, cannot answer those questions easily, imagine you and I. Yeah. So the I guess that part of the answer, Terry, and we maybe we forget this, and this is a this is a, a topic that comes back often when we do have our pregame chats. Uh, we rights holders with uh, the head coach, and in this case with Dominic Duchamp, very interesting, by the way, so informative and so instructive. Uh, sometimes he reminds us about the the youth of his center line. I mean, beside Philippe Dano, who's not who's not yet in his mid thirties, we all agree on this. But Philippe Dano is considered as a veteran, right, in in the NHL standards. Yeah, we have to remember how young. Still are yes, Pericot Kanyemi, uh, Nick Suzuki, and Jake Evans to that extent, in terms of experience in the NHL. If you combine three out of four centermen, they have very small uh, level of experience. They're loaded with potential, especially KK and Nick Suzuki, but at one point, they lack experience. They are still very, very young. And being young, being young and talented, unless you are an exceptional talent, like Sid, like Connor McDavid, for instance, Mitch Marner in Toronto, and even even in the case of Matthews and Marner, it was there were some growing pains. You'll agree with me, too. Absolutely. And, and they, you know, regardless of who coached the team at that moment, they had some growing pains. And I think that the same applies to um, to our two main young centermen. And this is why, actually, Brendan Gallagher was moved from his usual line to another line, is to try to bring some experience, slash, grit, slash, uh, uh, leadership, slash. You know, all those factors that we recognize to the Gallaghers of the world, well, this is why Dominique Duchamp tried to, to circle one of his young centermen with, with Gallagher. That's one example I'm bringing. So 
what will be the approach tonight is a great question because the reshuffling on the, of the lines on, on, on Wednesday actually woke, woke up the, the Habs. And one of those changes was to bring back Brendan Gallagher with Philippe Dano and Tomas Tatar. So right. what, what will be the approach tonight is probably the question as we speak this morning. What do you think is going to happen on defensive pairings? Do you think there's going to be juggling there? Well, uh, yes, but I guess then again, it will depend on the flow of the game, Terry, because I'm not taking anything away from uh, Xavier Ouellette, but in an ideal situation, Xavier Ouellette and or Victor Mete to that extent, as of now, they are more natural seventh defensemen in the roster than a sixth defenseman. And this shows how huge is Ben Sherratt's absence yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. It's, it's really huge because it's not only on his pairing, but it's also on the overall portrait. So I understand why uh, Dominique Duchamp wanted to go with the Ouellette uh, Romanov uh, pairing because he doesn't feel that Romanov can be put in the top four situation right now. That's his feeling, and I think it's a wise it's a wise conclusion. But could he be tempted against uh, uh, the Canucks for those two games in two nights? Could he be tempted to uh, to play five defensemen uh, or, or play with with a five defenseman approach as opposed to a six defenseman approach on on various uh, shifts? Maybe he can do that. I think that Edmondson and, and Weber uh, will stay still for now. But you may have to break it up uh, if if you see the same kind of struggles that we've seen on Wednesday night in Winnipeg. Your question is very legitimate. Yeah, I hope we don't see those struggles. I've just I've, I I don't know what it is. I have such an immense amount of respect for Shea Weber as a as a player and a leader. It's just a, yeah. it's it's tough to watch him struggle and and hopefully it's just a temporary thing. Um, yeah. Some some people are suggesting he reduce his ice time. But I wouldn't want to have to tell him I'm reducing his ice time. Well, well, and, and 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 then again, Terry, it's not it's not because you know we all realize that in this very demanding schedule, ice time has to be managed properly. Yeah, and it, it doesn't only apply to to Shea Weber; it applies to Brendan Gallagher as well. Sure, yeah, and, and because it applies to those players who give more than a hundred percent on every shift. And it's it, it takes its toll. It's not a ma- it's not only a matter of age. It's a matter of how much you do every shift and what's your responsibility every shift, right? So it's uh, it's the time management is a huge factor. But when you miss one big piece out of six, uh, this is this is quite high. This is a great proportion of, of of good quality ice time that you're missing, and that's how you see that this fight between Sherrod and Miller was uh, so costly for, for the player, but costly for the team as well. Now, uh, if we look on the, uh, the Canucks' perspective, Terry, and I, I, I hope that Jess is watching uh, the team uh, get out of the dark, yep. uh, because, and, and then again, it's so funny in hockey. They've lost their main sharpshooter for seven games now, Elias Peterson, right? They are six and one in that span. <laughs> isn't it, isn't yeah. it weird? Yeah, it's that's, so strange. It's so strange. Yeah. So the Canucks are coming on 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 a huge, huge uh, confidence turnaround. They're seven and two the last nine, nine five and two the last sixteen. Their power play is almost at forty percent the last right. nine games, and they've got a darn good uh, uprising goaltender in Thatcher Demko. 
who actually took the number one job out of Braden Holby, or at least sharing responsibilities 50-50. I'll tell you what, it's not going to be a party tonight uh, coming home for the Habs. No. Uh, Carey Price tonight? Yeah, well, my feeling is that he'll get the call tonight. You want to win that game number one. He always shines against the Canucks. He's got an amazing record. And and most probably uh, Jake Allen tomorrow night. Uh, because it's two in two nights. So uh, there you go. You've got probably your sequence of goaltenders for the weekend. Do you have the call tonight, Pierre? I do have the call tonight. Right. And I'll be hosting Lancy Chambre tomorrow night. So uh, hope to have you you and your dad aboard tomorrow yeah. night. As always. <laughs> as as always. Yeah, my dad never misses it. Um, yeah, well, I'd like to have him on board. <laughs> okay. Listen, uh, Pierre, bon match ce soir, and uh, have a, a great weekend. We'll be watching uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow night on Lanty Um And uh, here's hoping we have something good to talk about on Monday. And I'll tell you what, Terry, I invite everybody to be watching the great, spectacular uh, news that will come from Bell uh, 5G Network this morning. Oh. So stay, stay very sharp and stay focused on this. Uh, the press release, if not out now, should be out any moment. Okay. Thanks, Pierre. And uh, we'll talk to you Monday morning. All right. Take good care, Terry. All right. See you later.